$83 million. That's the headline. An $83 million verdict in the E. Jean Carroll federal defamation case against Donald Trump. The jury reached its verdict. Here's how it breaks down. $7.3 million in compensatory damages outside of the reputational repair damages. Those are like emotional distress damages. $11 million in damages for reputational repair. And get this, $65 million for punitive damages. We learned moments ago that the jury had reached its verdict. The jury found that by a preponderance of evidence, E. Jean Carroll suffered more than nominal damages as a result of Donald Trump's defamatory statements at issue in the case. They then went down on the verdict form to the punitive damages question after finding compensatory and reputational repair damages in the amounts of $7.3 million and $11 million, respectively. And then they found $65 million in punitive damages. Michael Popak, this sends a resounding message. We were saying it would be between $50 and $100 million, potentially more, but we got an $83 million verdict that's going to sting. It sent a message. And as E. Jean Carroll's lawyers told the jury, you need to send a message today that can make him stop. What's it going to take? And the jury said $83 million. And let's be clear, although Donald Trump brags about having all of this money, $83 million is going to sting. Popak. Yeah, it's exactly what we thought was going to happen. They followed almost to a T the reputational damages that E. Jean Carroll's expert um, had testified to. I think she was in the 16 to $17 million range. So they gave the jury a target to shoot at. And then they left it to the jury, which is what the jury is supposed to do in a punitive damage case, a case where the rape of E. Jean Carroll had already been established by a judge and a jury. And the, this jury, this new jury, was told that many times during the trial um, about the fact that that is something that they are to assume because the judge and the jury, the prior jury had already found it. The defamation had already been found. And the only thing left for them to do was to determine whether E. Jean Carroll was entitled to more than a dollar worth of damages. And if so, how much? They had two guideposts to guide them. One, they had the expert testimony of E. Jean Carroll's a professional who talked about reputational harm and damage, same expert that she used in May when she got her $5.2 million judgment because now she's taken 88, almost $89 million off of Donald Trump. And But this one was about, as you said, uh, Ben, as uh, E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Robbie Kaplan, followed by her, her colleague, Shane Crowley, told the jury in their double closing that you need to make Donald Trump pay and pay dearly and then Shane Crowley in the closing saying, you saw what he's done even in the courtroom today, the disrespect he showed you, the disrespect he showed the, this, this trial process in standing up and leaving during my colleague's closing argument. Those acting out and behaviors that we all did hot takes on, I knew, because I know juries like the back of my hand, you do too from being a trial lawyer, that the jury was going to hate Donald Trump for his misbehavior during this trial and disrespecting ultimately them 
because they are the most important thing in that room, not Donald Trump, not the not the judge, the jury. That's why we rise for the jury. And they were going to hate Donald Trump's acting out, being disrespectful to R Roberta Kaplan while she was doing the closing argument, saying things out loud, Alina Haba <clears throat> doing things where she teetered on the verge of being taken into custody and being put in federal detention during the closing and in front of the jury. As soon as the jury got into a room and deliberated, they were the ones to come up with the number for punitive punishment type damages. And all they had, because there was no expert for Donald Trump allowed, because he screwed up his case so badly, they didn't even allow an expert to go on. That punitive damage number is based on the amount of Donald Trump's alleged worth. And I say alleged worth, because in the New York Attorney General case up the street, he's he's both said that his statements of financial conditions were wrong, but that he was worth three or four times that amount. Well, that number they brought into this particular jury and say, great, he's worth $4 billion. Come up with a number that punishes a four billionaire. And now it's going to go, yes, there's going to be an appeal because there's a presidential immunity issue that's kind of lurking in the background up to the Second Circuit and maybe up to the Supremes. But he'll have to post a bond, another $83 million and a half bond with the appropriate clerk to stop the enforcement of the judgment. So he'll have to put that out of pocket and, and sit it in a court. And then the judge, as I said in a, on a new hot take, judge is going to have to consider whether he's also, this is a judge issue, not a jury issue, Ben, whether the judge is going to impose a permanent injunction, a ban on Donald Trump, continuing to bash E. Jean Carroll. The money is one thing, but this judge's work is not done. They're going to ask for a permanent injunction. And if Donald Trump violates it, it's going to be contempt. And if he violates it again, it's going to be criminal contempt and fines. And he can end up in jail one way or the other. Not only that, I think there's going to be multiple other defamation lawsuits that are going to be filed against Donald Trump by E. Jean Carroll. And you could look at the Giuliani case as kind of a roadmap for that, right? The same reputational damages expert uh, who was utilized by Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss in their case against Rudy Giuliani, where they received a verdict of about $150 million, was used in this case by E. Jean Carroll as well. Similarly, after the Giuliani verdict, what happened? Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss immediately filed another lawsuit, not only for monetary damages, but Popak, just as you said, injunctive relief an order by a federal judge to preclude and stop, in that case, Giuliani from further defaming Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss since he was found liable by a federal jury. There's even a more compelling case for that here where Donald Trump does it every single day, dozens of times a day. We've now heard from not one but two juries, a jury in May that found Donald Trump liable for sexual abuse as well as defamation, and then this jury right here that found Donald Trump acted with malice and awarded a massive $83 million judgment. So the next question is really is not if, it is um, when will E. Jean Carroll file this next lawsuit? Is it going to happen on Monday? Is it going to happen on Tuesday? I think it'll happen next week, Michael Popak. And I think even over the weekend, we can potentially see on this existing ECF docket, some form of temporary restraining order or injunctive relief happen immediately 
requesting that federal judge yep. Kaplan issue an order precluding Donald Trump oh, from coming. continuing in this conduct. One final point that I'll make, or I'll just call it a point and a half that I'll make. Number one, wouldn't the ultimate irony be here, or perhaps poetic justice, if the first case where Donald Trump actually gets sent to prison is violating a restraining order in a civil case, because you know he won't be able to help himself, and we know Judge Lewis Kaplan will send Donald Trump to jail immediately if he violates a temporary restraining order. Number two, probably not the best point and a half. So the half, probably not the best idea for Donald Trump to throw Joe Takapina under the bus, who was a real trial lawyer, instead of begging Takapina to be the trial lawyer here, because for all of the criticisms, deservingly so, of Takapina, he kept that verdict in a range of $5 million in the first trial, whereas Alina Haba, I mean, look, Trump's conduct is certainly deserving of this judgment and the message that was sent, but also Alina Haba demonstrated that she is the worst lawyer ever from all aspects of lawyering. Popak, I'm going to give you the, the final yeah. word here. I'll respond to the point and a half and two points there. I like I like the way you set that up. There, there is a very good reason why it went from five to 83 million. And it's not just because of the actual damages. It's not a runaway jury in the sense that they weren't listening to the evidence, but the jury has eyes and ears. And they watched Donald Trump continue to act out they, while they weren't aware in real time, for instance, that he was social media posting against E. Jean Carroll while he was in the courtroom where somebody, of course, was ghosting on his behalf. They were aware whenever the other side could find out about it, about things that he said. He, he just had a video last night where he attacked E. Jean Carroll, called it called it a hoax. I don't know who she is. This is a miscarriage of justice and all of that. All the things he's not allowed to say in a courtroom because it's already been found that that would be a perjury if he did that. He's a, he's able to perjure himself in front of his own um, followers because they don't care, but the justice system cares. And so the jury cares and they found a way to ratchet it up. When I said today, when you and I were all on together at one point or in separate hot takes, that his acting out in front of the jury in, in during the closing argument would lead them to punish him if they, I'm not sure they went from, I don't know if they went from, I'll, I'll do 30 million to 85 million, but that number ratcheted up today because of Donald Trump's misconduct. And, and, and say what you want about Joe Tacopino. We were very critical of him in the way he cross-examined E. Jean Carroll and all of that. But he, he kept Donald Trump away from the courtroom, which lowered the number by this jury. And now, because the only issue here was punishment level of damage, and then, of course, the mastery of Roberta Kaplan and Shane Crowley and her team cannot be understated. And we're going to watch now as the next round of, of injunction. I'm more interested, frankly, I'll leave it on this. I'm more interested in the injunction imposed by Judge Lewis Kaplan and the fines and, and contempt and criminal contempt, maybe jail, that results And I am yet another lawsuit because then, then you start getting into incremental damages, but maybe punitive damages that aren't hinged to anything that's actual and not nominal. Because now she's gotten 83 plus five, it's 88 million. At a certain point, he'll start free riding this because she's not getting enough additional new damage that's not nominal to warrant a punitive award. But the injunction should scare the crap out of him and will follow it one place, Legal AF on the Midas Touch Network. Next week, New York Attorney General civil fraud 
case. We'll get a decision there as well, which we expect to be between $250 million to $500 million against Donald Trump by Justice Arthur and Goron. So as we've been predicting now for several months on Legal AF, by February 1st, we could have a judgment there um, that will have both you know, 250 to 500 million in New York, you add this up and we said, you know, you're going to be looking at half a billion dollars or more in judgments against Donald Trump, where he's going to have to post bonds if he's going to file uh, appeals. And uh, that's exactly where we are right now. Hey, I hey, want ben, to, ben, yeah. ben, one last thing, because Brett just reminded me, we're all, we're all doing this together. Trump insulted the jury at the very end. And, and I'm sure they were feeling good about their decision. He didn't even respect the jury enough to return to the room when the verdict was announced to be, sit there and take the verdict like a man. And I'm sure the jury felt good about their decision because they even at the very end, he disrespected that jury. Yeah, take the who demonstrates strength. E. Jean Carroll has demonstrated that she demonstrated the utmost strength. Her lawyers demonstrated what true power is, what uh, true intelligence is, and Donald Trump, a pathetic loser, too afraid to even be there, throwing stunts, acting like a baby, a loser in all respects, a loser when it comes to the verdict, a loser in life, and a scared loser who couldn't even sit there and take the verdict. Michael Popak, Ben Micellis, Legal AF. Shout out to Karen Friedman Agnifilo. Check out our new newsletter, MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. It's free to sign up, MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Sign up right now and make sure you also subscribe to Legal AF on audio. We'll be live tomorrow night, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on Legal AF. Thank you so much for watching. Shout out to the Midas Mighty. Love this video? Make sure you stay up to date on the latest breaking news and all things Midas by signing up to the Midas Touch newsletter at MidasTouch.com newsletter.